it's Sunday today, but it also happens to be Christmas Eve. And uh, if you celebrate Christmas, well, then it's, it's a big deal. Um, in this country, uh, it obviously used to have used to be very much grounded in um, religious uh, beliefs and Catholicism and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the churches died died away quite a bit, and um, there's a lot of reasons for that. And I'm not going to get into it today. Um, although I might touch on it later on. Sunday letters uh, comes out today. I'm working on that right now. I've got to be swift about it because um, I've got a lot of preparation to do for Christmas Day. Got to got to do the stuffing for the board. I've got to make the Stalin. Stalin is a little. Uh, um, it's, I don't know whether it's Norwegian or it's Norse anyway. I I believe I don't know. I'll Google it. But anyway, it's a little little pastry thing with um with an almond center. Little bite sized things you can make cakes with it and stuff as well make larger larger cakes but I'm gonna make little bite-sized pieces so it's a little piece of uh, marzipan in the middle and then it's pastry with raisins and stuff around it so I'm gonna make them making mince pies making semi fredo so I've a busy day and uh, my missus in work today unfortunately so um, she's on a she's on a shift today she'll be home about about nine which is good she'll be home for Christmas Eve and home for tomorrow morning um what else got I have I got for you? Um well I obviously want to wish you a Merry Christmas if you're if you celebrate Christmas. If you don't, well have a good Sunday. And um Sunday letters will be out in a couple of hours' time. And I'm gonna talk about Christmas and I'm gonna talk about uh I'm gonna keep it positive, I'm not gonna get into any negativity. Um it's easy to get drawn into uh, you know, the negative aspects of, of religion at a time like this and stuff, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, I'm going to talk about a friend of mine a little bit, uh, Deco. I touched on it yesterday. I've been thinking about him a lot. He checked out uh, a couple of years ago. And I don't know why. No, no one really probably knows why, but uh, it's something that's been on my mind. I'm going to talk about him a little bit. And uh, what else? I'm going to talk about the food that I'm making today. I'm going to talk about, I might throw in a few recipes for you. So I don't know, i got to make this swift, so uh, I obviously um, better get cracking. And uh, look out for Sunday letters, it'll be out, I'll narrate it in here in a couple of hours time, probably about 2 or 3 o'clock, and uh, then get on to um, finishing off my food prep. Uh, I really enjoy it, it's therapeutic, it's creative for me, I like it, I might uh, do a bit of a video of it, and uh, I'm feeling a lot of creative inspiration at the moment. That's good. I like it. No pressure, you know. There's no pressure at the minute. No pressure from any angle. Everything's fucking easy. It's amazing. It's a really comforting feeling, you know. Um, it's nice. Yeah, sure, I lost me bollocks a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, in recent years. Lost a lot of money, lost the business and all that kind of stuff, and that was tough. But I'm thankful for the experience. The last couple of years where things have been dormant, I feel I'm kind of moving into a, a creative space and I'm really looking forward to 2018 and to see what's uh, what's in store. Because I've written and spoken about this before, it's impossible to make it happen, despite what a lot of speakers and commenters and writers 
will say motivational people and stuff you know it's impossible to make it happen my belief my understanding my understanding not my belief i have to keep correcting myself with that word my understanding is and it's based on my own experience is that you do the shit you want to do you get into a good place psychologically and you just make stuff you make it for the sake of it and good shit happens i'm telling you if you're carrying around baggage with you if you're striving to achieve something to uh, in order to uh, offer yourself some kind of reason for living or some proof that you're worthwhile or if you're chasing something you're on the wrong road but ultimately it's the right road because we can't get get it wrong we don't get it wrong because everything serves us so that's the dichotomy and it's a beautiful thing so looking forward to 2018 i'm working on sunday letters and i will check you later with that okay have a good day Sunday Letters, the 24th of December, 2017. It's Sunday morning, and Christmas Eve too, so we firstly would like to wish you all a happy and peaceful Christmas and New Year. I like Christmas. To me, that is good enough a reason to take part, although I think most of us just throw in simply because there's a tradition built up in our culture. I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. I also want to pay tribute to a friend that is no longer here. Declan has been on my mind recently. He decided to leave here a few years ago, although I'm not exactly sure what date that was. I heard second or third hand through a neighbour that he had taken his own life. Declan and I met when I was 16 and he was 19 at the Foss Training Centre in Finglas, where we both were first year electrical apprentices. He was a Bachelor's Foods employee and I was with Lynch's, a contractor. We were neighbours, but we didn't meet until we started at the training centre together. For a year we were quite close, although after we left Foss we fell out of touch. For that year we got on well, walking home together every day and into Finglas Village on Fridays with our weekly pay, pay to play snooker at the local snooker hall. We'd drink coke and eat drifter bars and maybe have the odd smoke too. Declan was a loud and outgoing guy, a tall, dark, good-looking bloke, that did well with the girls. In contrast, I was quiet and ironically avoided girls even though I'd grown up in a house full of them. So we were chalk and cheese, you might say, but we became friends. One day I was sent home early from the Foss Centre for horseplay in the workshop. I thought I'd get suspended, but Declan arrived at my door that evening to let me know he'd spoken to John, the instructor, and I'd be all right. I remember that for some reason. So after completing that first year, we left Foss and went our separate ways. I remember I met him one time in McGowan's, where he told me he had left the trade and joined the Ungarda Shiakana. Now I don't know if that was real or just a dream. It's fuzzy for me now. I later did have a dream that we met again. He smiled at me and I felt that he was well. I don't remember any conversation, but I do remember waking up thinking how real that dream was. Beneath the loud, sociable and excited exterior Declan presented to the world, there was a disturbance. He was unhappy, it seems. He lost his mother as a kid, and perhaps that played a significant role in his personal challenges. Whatever it was that troubled Declan, I didn't see it. Others perhaps did, but that didn't stop him from choosing to check out early. I wish I knew more about the circumstances of his death. I searched online, but I couldn't find any information. All I found was a death notice of what appears to be his father from 2015. If I keep looking I'm sure to find out, 
But at the same time, I guess that his family wanted to keep the circumstances private. As such, I'm conscious of opening old wounds with my inquiries. Maybe me remembering him is enough. Christmas in Irish culture For most, I feel there is little or no religious or spiritual element to Christmas. We simply do it because everyone else does. And that's fine. Take power for whatever reason you choose. If a particular time of year and celebration makes you feel good and brings family together, then that's a good enough reason to do it. Retailers love it. I feel sorry for anyone working in retail because they get no break over Christmas. For retailers, it's all about selling as much shit as possible. And you and I facilitate that. That's all fine too, for now. It's how the society we've built works. I could, of course, express my outrage, playing the idea that we're not sufficiently spiritually developed to see through the illusion. I could jump on my moral high horse and preach about how consumerism is destructive and all that jazz, but I won't. Because that argument is tiresome, and quite frankly, a waste of time and effort. People will realise whatever they will realise when the time is right. As William Blake said, a fool in his folly will eventually become wise. Religion and the Irish In Ireland at one time the people were extremely devout, stupid and naive you might say. They believed in the hijacked stories they were told by priests from the pulpit doing the bidding of their leaders in Vatican City. Every week they collected change from the people who had little and knew no better than to question their spiritual leaders. The Catholic Church had no knowledge of what it meant to have children and a spouse. They had no clue of the life of ordinary people. Priests led sheltered and comfortable lives supported by vast wealth derived from the devout. Yet they pretended to know what was best for the people. The people, including the institutions of the state, followed blindly what they were told. The churches were full every Sunday with people desperate to find the answers to life's challenges. Later we would discover how destructive the power and authority we had granted the church by virtue of our own sleepiness and naivety would be. This is the case with all things that start perhaps with good intentions, to a too high a degree of abdication of personal responsibility and self-recognition leads to destructive things. Now the churches are empty save for the few fearful older people who dread the notion of hell. They'll keep going until, until their last day and after that the Catholic Church in this society will eventually die away I feel. So what of Christmas? My guess is that JC wasn't born on the 25th of December for a start. I'll take a chance on that being correct. If indeed there was a bloke called Jesus from Nazareth in the first place, if there was and he underwent some form of enlightenment, then great. There have been many like him throughout history, both male and female. So to pedestalise this guy is the only sum of some higher intelligence as some kingly authority figure to whom I must afford my worship is just dumb. Personally, I feel he was taken as a figurehead for an organisation he didn't choose to be a part of. Jesus, if he existed, did so a long time ago and we should move on. In that moving on, however, we should not throw out the baby Jesus with the, babe, with the holy bath water. To me, there is a truth behind the stories we read in the Bible. We've just got to dig a bit deeper than the words on the page. I don't believe the stories in the Bible are an historical account. I understand them to be stories that point away, like a map of the territory. Likewise, the story of the birth of this figurehead, Jesus Christ, is representative of something. To me, the birth of Christ represents a psychological birth in us. It represents a realisation that all this worship of other people's ideas is flawed. 
It is the waking up to the fact that there is no God, as we have depicted and believed it to be. I could go further into how I interpret this, but then that would be me asking you to take what I have found and either pull it asunder or accept it. I may have done enough of that already here. You see, to me, this thing we're doing, this life we're experiencing, is not objective. There is no right idea that we must all assign ourselves to or believe in. The nature of existence, to me, is subjective. My experience tells me there are as many universes as there are elements of consciousness. Every experience is valid. That means there are as many gods as human beings are capable of conjuring up, and to those beings those gods are valid. For some it's Catholicism, for others it's Judaism or the Islamic faith, for others it's anti-religion, that is their religion. Science has become a religion too for some. You decide what's right and true for you. In that there may be the individual realisation someday that all this talk of a saviour born some time in the past, born outside of you and me, is flawed. Maybe it's all just you. Maybe you made it. You have just been listening to Sunday Letters, the Christmas Eve edition. Uh, Every week I write a new article for my subscribers and also record uh, that article, narrate that article here on Anchor. Um, Anchor is a live phone app if you're listening on iTunes, uh, Spreaker or Google Play, etc. And uh, I piece those segments together and publish podcast episodes and a podcast episode of Sunday Letters and include that too um, and send it out to my list. You can also read the article and click through to any links, uh, contextual links that are contained in the article and um, get more of my stuff over at larrygmaguire.com. I will post a link in uh, the description part of this segment that you can check out. If you're if you're listening on iTunes or Spreaker later, you can uh, catch that link in the description of the podcast episode. I'm Larry G. McGuire and I want to thank you for listening in today. Um, I have a lot of cooking to do now. I haven't even started yet, so I've got to get the finger out. And I'm going to leave you for the evening. I might hit record as I'm doing my thing around the kitchen. So if you want to check that out, I might share with you what I'm doing uh, over on Anchor. And uh, whatever you're up to, if you're celebrating Christmas, I hope you have a good one. If you're not, well then, have a good day too. And uh, I'll check you probably tomorrow um, or the next day. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Uh, Santa Claus is coming. Got to get my stuff together. I'll check you later. Thanks for listening in. Take care now. Bye-bye.